0: Welcome to Coaching the Whole Educator, the podcast that helps instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and school leaders. I'm Becca, former educator and school coach turned transformational coach of coaches. I'm on a mission to help you improve your educators' effectiveness and resilience, especially the ones who need it most. Each week, we'll cover quick tips, strategies, and coaching mindsets, So that you can be on top of your coaching game. Are you ready? Let's dive in. And now a word from our sponsor. One of the challenges of instructional coaching is finding affordable, specialized training that's designed just for you. That's why we're excited to share an online event designed just for instructional coaches. The Better Together Conference is a free online event that connects you to thousands of fellow coaches around the world. It's a one-day virtual event with dynamic keynote speakers, including gym night and breakout sessions designed to help you grow as an instructional coach. Head to com front slash T-W-E to register for this free event. That's S-I-B-M-E dot com forward slash TWE, or you can click the link in the show notes. Hello, 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 coaches and leaders. I am here with Charlie Lyons, a vice president at Ed Direction. And today we are here to totally geek out about human motivation. So first, um, let me welcome you to the podcast, Charlie.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. So um, I'd love you to just share with everyone a little bit about your journey in education.
1: All right. Well, I am a North Carolina educator, started in uh, Greensboro as a high school social studies teacher. Um, Spent almost a decade doing that before transitioning into the administrative world and principal world. So then I spent uh, um, quite a while doing the principal, the elementary, middle, high school level. Um, And then... Started a company in 2015, uh, centered around a lot of the ideas I'd learned about human motivation and what works and doesn't work in schools as far as that piece of the puzzle goes.
0: Something that I really appreciate about your journey is that you love research, right? And you really love research-based practices and around mindsets and motivation. But today we are focusing on motivation. Mm-hmm. First, I want to talk with you about why is it important that we actually care about human motivation when we are working with our educators?
1: It's a good question. I you know, I think it's even beyond just education, but there's a pretty large national study done and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but like 70% of employees say they're not engaged in their job, (laughs) any job, right? Like even the guy, the mechanic, that's like fixing your tires. You've (laughs) got a seven out of 10 chance the dude really doesn't care that much about what he's doing. (laughs) That's kind of scary a little bit. So what are we doing as an educational paradigm to help people understand what's really motivating them, what's really engaging them, um, what gets them excited about getting out of bed every day?
0: Yeah. Motivation gap, a motivation pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's, that's huge. Right. And I think about teacher retention, right. And our teacher shortage that we're dealing with and, and substitute shortage. Right. And, and how we are having teachers leave the profession. I personally have had to talk multiple, wonderful, wonderful teachers off the ledge from like, please, please don't quit. Right. And it is very much tied to motivation. Right. And it's, it's so less about the money. <laughs> and I'm not, you know, I that's a whole nother conversation. And I think human motivation and being seen as a unique human that we are really has a hand in this. So uh I wanna move into what causes human motivation. You know some uh pretty profound models and uh, around what causes human motivation. And you and I were talking earlier about like I I say it differently. And so I'd love you to share with the people listening, what, um, how you describe what causes human motivation.
1: There's so much to it, you know, and honestly, the foundation of, um, what I've really leaned into is, is a theory called perceptual control theory. And, you know, it's two 700 page scientific volumes. So I'm not going to be able to summarize it in a podcast and do it full justice, but, um, what it really is, is stating is this idea that we are internally motivated. We're intrinsically motivated. And, and one of the biggest differences between that external stimulus theory and the intrinsic theory of perceptual control theory is this idea of references and that all human beings are creating references in their head based on their experiences. Right. And so when we experience something in our world, we start to create what we want our world to be based on all of these experiences. And we're constantly working and behaving in a way to try to get the world around us to match what we want the world to be intrinsically, right? So say there's a teacher that's been there for 25 years, and she's gotten pretty good at teaching reading through her experiences and through her references. She feels pretty powerful when it comes to teaching reading. And now we've giving her a new way to teach reading.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is probably 99% chance going to rattle her power, her sense of power. Mm-hmm. And and she's going to have some sort of behavior to try to bring that back in balance. She may say, you know what? I've been looking for a new way to do this. And this is, this is interesting. This appeals to me. I see evidence in this. So I'm going to buckle down and learn. She might say this. No. I'm not, and the way I'm going to feel powerful is I'm going to go out in the parking lot and complain about this new reading <laughs> to anybody who yep. will listen. <laughs> and that's another way to feel powerful. Or I'm going to go to the school board meeting and raise Cain. Right? Mm-hmm. I can feel powerful that way too. There's lots of ways that you can get that power need back in balance. Um, but what we need to recognize as leaders is that that power need's not going away, mm-hmm. and no matter you know no matter what new curriculum we provide or 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 what that power needs not gonna go away. And there, there's four other needs that we're trying to keep in balance too. But I just mm-hmm. use that as the first what what
0: are they? What list. are they? List them out. So we have power as one of the needs.
1: Yep, fun. <laughs> Can you believe human beings want to have fun? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a need, um, it's a need. <laughs> it's an it's actual need.
1: need. It's an actual need. And we have psychological instructions, internal instructions trying to inform us on how to meet our need for fun, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to have fun. Um, and what he's really talking about in when he's talking about fun is that level of engagement in something that you're just so into it, right? Like you just, it may be reading for you. It may be playing basketball for you. It may be running. It may be, and whatever the fun thing is for me may not be the same fun thing for you, but it's that thing where we're just so engaged in it and so into it. like we've we've maybe even lost track of time right like you know like that's what he means when he's talking about fun um but i think it's it's interesting that somehow educators have like villainized that word a little bit
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have to you know we can't have fun all the time we have to learn sometimes I'm like Is what being,
1: it's the same thing it's the same thing you yeah. can learn and have fun at the same time but I don't know I think you can go around to the most highly engaged schools, the most highly motivated schools. They they know know how to have fun with each other. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's a basic need. Freedom
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, or choice um, or autonomy, Mm -hmm. whichever fancy word you want to use there. Um, Human beings like to feel like they have the choices and freedom. Um, So that's one. And then we have uh, belonging. Mm-hmm. All human beings want to feel like they belong and that they are loved, whether it's by their social media friends or it's real, you know, live friends in their backyard. We all want to feel like we belong and we have a group of people that love us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we want to feel safe. The last, the last need is safety, and that's mental safety, physical safety emotional safety, we, we need to feel safe.
0: This basic needs theory by Glassner was popularized as mm-hmm. choice theory. Uh, mm-hmm. And <laughs> Charlie and I were talking earlier uh, that uh, folks in the research world would not be happy that it's called choice theory. But if you wanted to Google it and learn more, you can Google choice theory and you will, you can learn more about these basic needs. And What I love about this theory is it really starts to point out, first of all, what we all have in common, and it it, it helps me, Um, but I I really wanted to share it with everyone uh, listening to this podcast because it can really empower you to start asking, um, not or shifting from how can I make my teachers follow my directions Mm
1: -hmm. to
0: I wonder why they're behaving that way. What Mm -hmm. basic need? Are Mm -hmm. they trying to fill? So the question then becomes, how do we know? How do we know what, what needs are Mm -hmm. actually trying to fill? And one basic way I, I do that. I know you do it too, is, is listening, having a Mm -hmm. conversation and really being present with people and listening to how they talk about it and asking really specific questions. And I love the questions that you use. I'd love you to share them with our, with the people. Um, but it's, it's asking questions and having people answer it and listening to how they speak about things. Cause you could really gather a lot of information, but we have to be willing to be present. So there's a name for these questions, right?
1: We call them the self-evaluation questions. And mm-hmm. because honestly, they're, they are, while you can use them with coaching others, the mm-hmm. first best step is just use them coaching yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they really designed ideally to be a tool that we empower other people to use with themselves, but mm-hmm. like anything else, sometimes you have to coach somebody how to do something before they can just start doing it on their own. Right. Mm-hmm. But the ultimate goal is, is self-evaluation. Um, and Really, it does go back to references like you're talking about. It goes back to understanding and helping the person understand. I'm out of balance. Something's not right here. What is it that's out of balance? Right. Cause sometimes mm-hmm. we don't even understand that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Much less like are able to present it to others, but, um, the questions are we intentionally simple. Mm-hmm. But as right. you get better at using them and it's more experienced with using them, you learn how to kind of jive around and move around and you don't have to follow the script exactly. Right. But it's basically, what do you want? Mm-hmm. That's the first question. <laughs> you know, I noticed you're a little stressed out right now, or I noticed you just ran down the hall screaming or you stomped out of the last staff meeting. You mm-hmm. know, like, tell, tell me a little bit about what you wanted when that was going on. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Then you just let people talk. Um, and then you ask, what did, what did you do to get mm-hmm. what you want? And then they answer that. you say, well, how did that work for you? How did that work? Right. Mm-hmm. Then you answer that question and then you end it with, okay, so what's your next step? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really four pretty simple questions. What do you want? What'd you do? How'd it work? What's your next step?
0: Yeah. No, I, I love those questions. I think, I think they're really great. So, yeah. um, we, we have to wrap up here. <laughs> Time has flown.
1: I know so, i talk talked too much.
0: No, you're, you're great. I, I appreciate everything you've, you you share with everyone listening, the coaches and leaders listening. So, <laughs> um, I'd love you to share where everyone can find you on the internet.
1: Um, probably if you just search Charlie Lyons, Ed direction, put it in Google mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll show up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, that's, easiest way to do it. And then all the, all the other emails and links to social media pages and stuff will, will link you from there, but just, oh, just perfect. give the Charlie Lyons a direction.
0: All right. Lovely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me. I feel like we just got the tip of the iceberg with motivation,
1: <laughs> Yeah, but
0: I, I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: So thank you for coming. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Loved it.
0: Understanding human motivation is clearly a very complex skill and a very necessary one. Something that we do know is that for us to impact others' motivation, we have to understand our own. At The Whole Educator, that is something that we specialize in. If you're interested in learning more about the workshops that can impact educators motivation, go ahead and check out our offerings and services link in the show notes. And we would be happy to have a conversation about what's going on at your school and how we can have a positive impact on that. And until next time, just remember, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. Treat them how they want to be treated. Take care.